1: Welcome to episode 44 of the BJJ Campaign Podcast. My name is Jeff Boone. I'm an A3 Blue Belt, two stripes.
2: This is Phil Kors, A2 Blue Belt, one stripe.
1: And today, Philly, we're going to check back in on how things are going with your sweeping.
2: Yeah. A little bit better. A lot of drilling, the same stuff. And I think it's finally coming together. I would contend... It's not just a little bit better. You've been
1: practicing pretty hard on them. And I saw you rolling and you were sweeping people. You That never used to be the case.
2: Never. Never used to be the case. No. Um, it's been a couple of weeks of like, how how long has it been now? Two weeks. So it has to be three. Is it three? Well, no, I took one off. So I would say the the first private we did, I didn't. I don't think I trained at all because of the rib thing, right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, two then is fair. Um yeah. Two straight weeks of just trying to do what I've been saying for like seven months. I think um yeah, no, big, big progress over over what it used to be. Um doing that same drill that he showed us when the person posts a leg in the garden and then just kinda open it up. So the same idea, uh as like a judo throw where you just hit the entrance or the entry or whatever. Um, and try to get it so that you compromise their base, their balance a little bit and get them off balance a little bit and going back and forth. Cause I don't know which leg they're going to post up anyway. And also because I couldn't do the scissor sweep either direction, you know, like I was bad at it to begin with, but I was extra bad the way I never drill it in class um, has really helped being able to kind of go both sides. You weren't really extra bad. It was about the same. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was, I was confident in class that I knew how to do the scissor sweep. You were wrong. Correct.
1: So I and, and just for the listeners, I was I was noticing whenever we do a we do a five minute, five or six minute uh, warm up period where we practice whatever moves that we want to practice. And so I've been noticing you every time doing
2: doing the sweep. The same entry, yeah. Right? Sweeps, most entries. Most of the sweeps and I, I hit that entry a lot because um, that I think is the most <laughs> the most common because like even the people who pass my guard really fast right now, they all start the same way by posting leg up to stand up. So that opportunity is there. If I can figure out how to do it, like you're going to, again, I think you have better grips when you do it. So I, it's there, but it's not there. Um, but it, there is the moment that your base is compromised cause you're posting a leg. So I do need to figure out how to do more with grips, but like that, you have to stand up, you know, you're not just hopping up to your feet. Right. Or are you? You're very nimble now. I am nimble.
1: <laughs> Sometimes I do post and hop up to both feet at the same time. Yeah. Because that also, if you, if you post and have your hands in and grips on the gi, then they can't do that what a dummy sweep or whatever they, they call it. I don't remember the name of double it. Double ankle sweep. Double, double ankle sweep. Yeah. Yeah. They can't do that if you're, if you're holding on to the gi.
2: Yeah. Also they can't do it, John showed if you just move your hips back. Like straighten your legs.
1: That'd be way too easy.
2: Yeah. That was funny.
1: <laughs> way too easy. Yeah. Not doing it that way. Um not for at least another six months till I actually want to hear it again. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forget I forget where uh Joey they said they saw it at some seminar or something, and then John was talking about the same thing a couple minutes later. But yeah, that was funny. Um <laughs> But yeah, no, big big improvements off the same drilling and focusing on the same stuff and like actively trying not to sweep And it sounds stupid but the drilling obviously helps a lot same with the arm bar drill um I did it with you we did it in the comp class again recently and it seemed like I wanted to double check that I was doing it right explain
1: because... explain to the uh, audience what you mean by you know I know a lot of people do arm bar drills and maybe different one way or the other but
2: yes yeah, so, the one that was showed, um, showed to us was basically you kind of set up an arm bar from the guard, like a standard one, and then you're going to rotate back and forth, um, pretty much only using your legs and hips. So one area where I really struggle is... On an armbar or a triangle, is getting the hips extended, so it's a lot harder to stack and fold. Um, if it's in that, if the body's in alignment, it's a lot harder for them to stack. Obviously, um, so you basically do your first armbar, and then the person's going to sit there with pretty good posture. I mean, they're not going to fight you, but they can't get knocked over either, but they're going to sit with pretty good posture and you're going to rotate, you know, kind of swing pendulum style, swing your leg and then throw your hip up to go into the other arm bar. So basically you're doing the entry again into the armbar. You're not like ripping their arm off necessarily. I don't really even use my hands at all, right? other than to like hold the sleeve. Um, but that's helped. I've been doing, I've been noticing a lot more opportunities for arm bars from the guard, obviously. Cause once you're, it's funny how that works when you drill something all the time, all of a sudden it seems like it's always there.
1: Coincidence. Maybe doubt it. Um, yeah, so, so yeah, I mean a lot of progress in a, in a very short period of time. And I'm, I'm super stoked that you, you really committed to doing those sweeps. Um, you know, I think I think it's something that in your progression of things, it's gonna it's gonna pay tenfold. So really happy about that. And also, you were working on passing, right?
2: Yeah. And that kind of again, talking about grips is is one thing I've been thinking about a lot recently. Um, but I was telling you and Joey. I mean, you two are the ones I I train passing with the most, and you guys give me the most. Um, Difficulty, And it seems like every time I figure out one thing with you guys, you, you know where to go next or whatever. And I I always do the same thing. Like I'm always going for the knee cut. So it's, you know, it's not like it's, I'm surprising you guys with anything. Um, and you're getting all the same practice I'm getting against you. You're getting with me, but, um, it has been helping with everybody else. It seems the knee cuts getting a little bit better. And we were, we were doing the competition class on Saturday and I was, um, training with a, one of our purple belts. who's really good. And I felt like I had the, the knee cut. Like I had the, um, I had the knee through. I'm 99% sure I, he didn't have the knee in immediately. I had my, like I was in tight with the head on the floor and he was able to just kind of like shrimp back and, and recompose, get that knee back in and get his guard back. So I asked him afterwards, I said, you know, what did you notice that I did wrong? And he was, and he said, he didn't really See anything wrong necessarily? But he, he beat me on timing again. I you know he knows mm-hmm. what I'm trying to do. But, sure. You know I thought that was thought that was interesting and like, again a positive. I mean I would have got nowhere a month ago. I would have been nowhere near that. You know.
1: Yeah, and and two. I, I mean I think I don't know. I think that the knee cut pass is probably one of the most popular passes there there is. Right. I, don't I mean know, it's my just, favorite. There's just
2: certain one. There's just certain things I just. I do the same thing all the time. I thought I can kind of figure it out like the st- I like the, the stack pass, crazy pass, whatever. And trying to work both sides, you know, I, my ears got jacked up immediately because of all the triangles and me going for it. But like when I'm in tight, that's what I'm going for. If I'm standing up, I'm going to try to knee cut. It's like, I, I don't really I'm not great at either of them, but I'm a lot better at that stack pass than I used to be. You know, I'm an outside passer. You are just <laughs> speed and nimble. I just wish I could see Ryan's face with you sometimes. so funny.
1: Uh, Yeah. No, no, I mean, it's good. And, and and I think that like the next iteration is, is that go for that knee cut. And then whenever they switch positions on you to, to be able to reset, go the opposite way and Mm -hmm. do the back step. Right. I mean, that's, that's ultimately, and geez, I took a private lesson um, with Lee, it's probably been a year ago now and he showed all that stuff and I have all the videos from it, but I just, I I really just work on that knee cut pass rather than the other stuff. But I think, I think that's something you just saying that, I think that's something that I'm going to have to start, um, working
2: on more. That does seem like the next progression. I've been more or less beating myself up now that I know that that knee is the issue and it's my elbow again. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and people just... Everybody naturally does that. That's the natural reaction. When I go to knee cup, people try to knee shield, put their knee in between, get their space back. I'm noticing that more and more and more. And I'm either... Now that I see it, it's a lot easier for me to either just take that step back to, to reset, kind of like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to do that a lot. Yeah. And that's... And
1: shifting their hips, too.
2: Yeah. When you do that. What?
1: Standing them up. So... Stepping back and stepping over, so that their uh, hip shifts. No, I don't so, do that.
2: Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I just try to back up and just just try again, basically. Sure. Um, is what I've been doing. Yeah. Just fighting for that knee you position. I have so. no doubt because you It's not working. You, yeah. You kind of. Kind of are known for doing one thing until you get it right, but. The, the hardest way possible. Yeah. yeah. I will not listen to whatever you just told me. I know. Yeah. So I'm just going to keep struggling through and then we'll figure it out eventually. Perfect. You'll be great at it. (laughs) But yeah, no, I mean, uh, with other people who, who haven't seen every step of the way, like those little minor, minor, minor fixes that I've done to the knee cut. I mean, it's not good, but it's way better than it was. Right. Sure. Yeah. So people who haven't seen that every step of the way, my knee cut is, semi-functional at this point um agreed but yeah it takes it takes other people to to see i mean it's weird
1: yeah yep i unveiled something to you that i was working on that i hadn't really yeah told you
2: before the secret stuff yeah
1: yeah secret I don't, I don't always tell you everything phil yeah well, that's smart <laughs> but the the late defense to those passes you know there's a lot of people that on that knee cut or whatever pass that you're doing, they'll give up that, um, late defense. And I've been working specifically on those late defenses to the knee cut, uh, you, you know, all that stuff. And it's consequently, it's, I'm getting better at defending that late. And again, you know, if you can defend it early, defend it early. Right. But this is just get me trying to get better. And that is defending that knee cut late. And consequently I'm getting better also better at recovering guard too because i'm getting past a lot more right yeah so uh so yeah that's been that's been kind of fun uh and i've it's opened up a it's opened up new um new techniques to me you know that the some of the stuff that we did at whenever i went down to the um mountain division we trained we trained that uh that worm guard you know just where you take the lapel behind the person's knee and and mark was absolutely destroying me with that um uh, one of the purple belts down there and and it was really good because i was figuring out you know kind of what what he was doing i still couldn't stop it but but it was a really effective uh sweeping method and, and that's That's one of the things I've been working on, too, because you can get in it from that late defense to that knee cut. If you if you bring the lapel down under and then you switch your hips back up to get them back to standing up like you would do to back out. And if you didn't if you didn't back out and go the other direction, it would be more effective. So. Got a blank look on your face. Yeah. I did it yesterday to you.
2: Yeah. A lot of things happened yesterday. It's all blur. <laughs> I kind of know what you're talking about. I do. I do know when you grab that. And I, I think I tend to want to sit on you. Like I just want to squat back and try to not let you pull me around because my posture is totally screwed up when you do that.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, because you have to get you, got, you have to get high on the lapel so that you keep their posture broken. So you've got that lapel, that grip right in front of their knee so the posture is broken and then you can you can sub under and sweep them. Mm-hmm. so i mean i'm not saying i'm keen in cornelius but i'm getting close yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you don't do anything you're supposed to do you're, doing, you're <laughs> supposed to be big i know yeah I know. it's I, funny <laughs> well that's why it's appealing i don't know i like the i like the stack pass on like i like the head and arm choke like that's i yeah. think those are more for typically for bigger people but, you've got that big, heavy game. Yeah. Just pure pressure. Uh,
1: anything else, anything else on that note, Phil?
2: No, it's just, it's, it's fun to see that the drilling is finally after two weeks. Uh, (laughs) It's always fun to see how much drilling actually works. If you commit to it and try to do it, it'll work. Not only that, but I think
1: just identifying the weaknesses, right? But, Identifying your weaknesses, while while we tend to ignore, yeah, our weaknesses. Like I just ad- want to
2: work on what I'm good at.
1: Right, right. But it's it just shows. I mean, and this is for the audience. I mean, this is it's a valuable lesson for me. I mean, in just two weeks. You've you've transformed your sweet game to from non-existent to working in many many cases. Mm-hmm. So you know, again, and and I don't know why. Well, I do know why. Because I mean, listen, we're not the sharpest knife in the box, you know? So, so just identifying that, like with me, with my triangle, my triangle is a lot better. I I still get into the triangle a lot. I have a a good success with it and, and I'm, I'm better at it. And that was just by identifying how bad I was at it Mm -hmm. and working on it for not that long. Um, so yeah, valuable lessons. Hopefully this will be a recurring theme of, what we're really bad at and then trying to make it better and, and maybe trying to figure out how long, how long it will take. And I'm sure it's different for every position, you know, sweet sweeps, they're, you know, they're part of the fundamentals. It's what, I mean, that scissor sweep was in lesson one, I think of, of our curriculum at one point in time. I don't know if it still is.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's super basic. I mean, if you want to take somebody and just show them any sort of jujitsu that's probably the easiest thing everybody can do. I mean, it doesn't take any sort of special body type. It doesn't take any sort of athleticism. You know, it's very simple if you do it right. But yeah, I think that one's going to be probably the fastest, um, progression I have, I think takedowns will be harder. Um, sure. That I've been working on, I think top games stuff's going to be harder. Um, been working on trying to be heavier and not just get rolled all the time. Um, at the same time, but I think the closed guard sweep stuff would be easier just because I'm so experienced in holding people in the closed guard. Like, I can recover it quickly and I try again, basically. So, that's kind of—I don't know why it took so long. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, well. You're there now. Um,
1: I, it, one other thing I want to mention from our, our session, we do a Sunday Rolls every Sunday. And uh, yesterday, we were, Phil and I were doing some stand-up, and, man— I'll tell you what, I'm continually impressed by how well those self-defense techniques work to prevent grips whenever yeah. we're doing a stand-up.
2: I've been playing with that off the push, um, like, when they push on your chest where you trap. Yep. <laughs> because I'm not—like, if somebody grabs and I try to, like, do the—with the two hands, I'm not very good at that. and sure. I not going to hold anybody's hand who wants to pull it back. But if I trap it like they do with the push one, Ryan was showing that as uh, on one, I think like two or three weeks ago on a Friday, he was showing how you can use that with a quick grip. And I liked it a lot. So I've been playing with it. Yeah, no so success, but I, it's yeah. there.
1: So for the audience, that is whenever, um, whenever someone has a lapel grip on you to go ahead and chop the wrist and pull the arm in, therefore wrist locking the opponent right mm-hmm. that's the one you're talking
2: about. yeah because the push yeah i think that's al- it's almost like you're combining the two like when they have the arm in you know when you gotta yep. break it because they're not they're not already bent you know it's a like uh, the push is the open hand typically yep. so it's like already flexing the, yep. the solid grip isn't necessarily against you and you got to turn it yeah so that's kind of what i've been trying to play with no
1: that was really cool works really well so yeah, those are those are kind of neat to uh, work on whenever we're doing stand-up. I like that.
2: And when people have been doing the throws, um, I've been doing a lot of, like, going underneath the arm. I've been doing a lot of going underneath the arm and, like, uh, grabbing the same side lapel, kind of like stiff arming. Mm-hmm. And then people are, like, reaching over. So still no success again, but I've, like, literally just started doing it. But doing that reach-up, like, they're... The same thing as when they're grabbing, like, your Stand shoulder. shoulder. Yeah. You know? Um to try to reach over for that like shoulder elbow um trapping the elbow for like shoulder lock kind of thing so that's that's there too i see now
1: actually um if you watched roland's video of his competition uh i didn't last week he actually got that on a guy and lifted the guy up off the ground with it yeah yeah in competition that's cool pretty cool yeah yep so moving on uh We've got immersion camp at the end of this month, right? Yeah. The origin immersion camp. Couple more weeks. I'm excited. What are you doing to prepare for?
2: Try not to be hurt.
1: Yeah, you've got a little nagging injury, don't you, in your rib, stomach.
2: Yeah. Toes seem to be better. I haven't taped those recently and they didn't seem to bother me, which I like I hate that tape so much. It feels like they're just it just feels like somebody's gently hugging my toes. I don't like it. Um but the thought it was like a rib thing that happened before, but I think it's just whatever muscles there has just been really tender. So bridging hard and shrimping hard is not really an option. So like when I get on the bottom, I'm kind of stuck. Unless I can do something with my legs somehow to put them back in guard, but just trying to get that to relax. Took a, like four days off again last week. Um, went to class on Wednesday, but didn't didn't stay to roll. And it's just like certain certain positions even even with the stand-up stuff like with the headlock when they like pull it's like that's uncomfortable so just wanted to go away yeah yeah no it's important i mean
1: same here i'm trying to get uh you know the body right not knock, knock on wood i don't have any injuries right now and i did an ice bath last week that also made me feel great i'll probably do a couple more before we go
2: a couple more
1: yeah yeah, because you know Aaron Sundstrom, yeah. the uh the true iceman.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> he uh he's gonna have pools there with ice baths each and every night. That's crazy. You're gonna do it. Probably. Is that a yes? Are you committed That's to that? That
2: says probably I'm not committed, but if I like say probably you're going to drop it a lot sooner and then I can just kind of weasel out of it when I'm up there. Like it's a commitment. It's not a commitment at all. Feel like you're, if it's not that cold, I'll get in. It's going to be cold. Uh, Might not be in then. It's so good for your body. Yeah. So what else?
1: Uh, we got to get a special bag for our podcasting equipment because hopefully we'll be doing a bunch of podcasts when we're there.
2: I think so. Um, special bag
1: I was just making that up no I was into it though (laughs) (laughs)
2: um yeah no I think it'll be good hopefully we will be able to talk to a couple people um depending on time and stuff because there's really not that much downtime when you're there um I don't know if we'll be able to get like a full 40 minutes but that'd be really cool with a couple people
1: oh yeah plus yeah Plus, we've got other things in stores in store, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, a lot of stuff coming, a lot of content coming after. It'll be fun. The Origin Immersion Jiu-Jitsu Camp for Phil and I.
2: Um, and eating and stuff. Everything else has been the same. Same supplements and things like that. But I did notice because now that the Saturday classes that I'm going to is at one. Um, If I don't eat before I go, like if I don't eat anything, um, or really drink anything other than coffee, not that I usually ever do, but, um, it's energy levels are so much more. So like it, like I can train for two hours easy. If I eat before, not granted, there was one week I had eggs at like noon class was at one bad choice. Didn't feel good the entire time. Very sluggish. That was stupid. Whatever. Um, but even if I eat early in the morning and I don't feel sluggish, I I don't think I feel as, like I don't have the sustained, like consistent energy level I have to train for like two hours with no real issue. Like I could have continued to go longer yesterday, but I was kind of just like, I'm not hurt, we should go. You know, it's been two hours, so.
1: Yeah, and, and it's not surprising. The drinking, yes, you should drink beforehand. You should have more than just coffee, more than just your pot and a half, two pots of coffee.
2: Well, the issue with it, I guess when I say I don't drink is like, I don't like to drink in the middle of rolling because every time I do it, I feel worse. Like I, okay. it might just be because I drink too much. Yeah. But to me, it's like, I'd rather have nothing than have a little bit. You've got a very delicate system. Too. It's terrible. But the,
1: the eating makes sense because you know, your your the energy of your body is going toward digestion, right? Whenever, mm-hmm. whenever you eat something before even if it's before a competition or anything and that there, you know, there's a number of, of fighters and people who are, uh, really good competition. Jiu people who are like, yeah, I'm going in there hungry. I'm not, I'm not going in there with anything on my stomach. And that's because of the fact that that it does take energy away for digestion. Um, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, so not so much for, For the drinking part, you need to be hydrated, you know, drink a little here and there before, but, but yeah, definitely for the eating part, you're right. Hmm.
2: Week-long fasted origin.
1: Not a chance. Okay. You'll be 78 pounds by the end of (laughs) it,
2: Or dead. (laughs) Either one. Yeah. (laughs) Either one. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. No, I just, I like that one o'clock time slot for myself. That's like the perfect time of day for me. Um. I don't, not really a morning person and, um, you know, I like to go to bed. So one o'clock's is perfect, but I did notice like I would feel kind of terrible sometimes. Not so much, I guess if it's Sunday, I don't know. I think maybe cause I'm used to eating in the morning at like 10 or something at that time. Yeah. But I just did notice after doing it like a couple, the two days in a row, a couple times now, like if I don't eat, I do much better. Yeah, no, I... Like, I, I noticeably better, you or know.
1: eat really early
2: so that you've already digested your food and sure. everything, Sure, you because know? I'm not much of a... I don't really do the the fasting thing intentionally or anything. It's just kind of how it works out sometimes, but mm-hmm. as far as energy levels go, it just seemed to make a huge difference. Yeah,
1: no, I, and I do the intermittent fasting and rarely ever eat before that 1 o'clock training. So, yeah, I think it's fine.
2: Next... How important are grips? They seem to be really important. They're always in the way. <laughs> it's just always a problem. Yeah, I can't figure them out. But I think that's one of the one of the next things. It makes sense when I'm watching other people, you know? Like, I'll just look at them and I'll be like, yeah, you need to get that grip off. You know, that's clearly in the way. But then when I'm doing it, I don't notice them. Or I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah, super important. I mean... Jerry Morrell has a video of it. What was it? Bad credit.
2: I think that was it. Yeah. yeah. Did we post that on the, I, I'm i not sure if we did. I think we might've put it in the, like the description or something. Cause I know I talked to him about it the first time we saw him. Yeah. I was going through his his page and that was one of the first ones that made like sense to me at the time. Cause it, this is something I've known I struggle with because, um, I don't have a lot of technical ways to break grips, you know? So I just end up tugging on people's hands and just wrist and just trying to you know yank it off and it never really works and i'll like yank two or three times and i'm like that's there forever so <laughs> like the me. so well, yeah with well, a like welder and like got the torch out like he's gonna cut it yeah <laughs> so yeah that's how i feel a lot of times because i'm not not getting that handoff that's on there now so we'll just have to try to work around it
1: yeah and summarize uh summarize jeremy's um uh, video kind of and and we'll try to post that on the Uh, BJJ campaign uh, group Facebook page
2: yeah it's been a minute since I watched it so I'm gonna butcher it but just the basic idea of if you have credit and you just ignore it you know it doesn't go away and it's just gonna kind of follow you and get worse the more you're the further you go with that or not addressing those grips the further it gets the worse off you right whereas you get rid of it immediately and then move forward yeah
1: yeah, there's a lot to grip fighting. There's, you know, maybe on on the list of things.
2: Yeah, it's that's for, for me. A, I mean, that's that was something that just kind of, again, I just I think of things as we sit here and talk about it, and then that's me looking back at what happened yesterday, specifically with you, um, and even with that guard um, going back to the sweeps. You know, that's that's something that just kind of pops in my head randomly as we're talking about it, and thinking that you're going to have better grips off the start when you stand up. So like, I'm not controlling your sleeve. You're controlling mine when you stand up. Right. So that's why I'm probably not comfortable going for the scissor sweep, even though it, you know, is theoretically there. You shouldn't be. What? When I stand
1: up. What? You shouldn't be comfortable because I should have that grip and right. your grip nullified. Yeah. Or uh, otherwise I shouldn't stand up. Right. Yeah. And and I was working with December yesterday and she was talking, she was like, grips, you know, grip. And I think that whenever I look back on going from white to blue belt, I think the difference, um, the biggest difference for me was not not just grips, but making sure that all four limbs, arms and legs are engaged at all times. You know, I think that was... If, if I'm looking back on it and I'm saying, what was the difference between me as a white belt and then at, just after I got my blue belt? And I, I really do think it was that engagement of 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 all appendages just so that you're using them, mm-hmm. you know, so that so that you're doing something, you know. And, and back then, I don't know if I was doing it right, but I just knew that that was a concept that I wanted to put into practice.
2: Yeah. yeah I remember you talking about that. Yeah.
1: Did I talk
2: about it before? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, I must have been right. <laughs> with the concept, not with what you were doing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, of course, <laughs> of course not. <laughs> yeah, no. You you've told me that one before. Yeah. Um, that's just an, that's another topic that's in my head that I want to look into further. I've at, I've asked people at different times like, how do you you know what do, how do I break the script, and they usually have a technical way but mine always comes down to just grab the wrist and yank on it and it it's not a good one or
1: go behind the wrist and pull with your other hand you shank (laughs) okay all right something to work on it's it's
2: it's another one that's on my list yeah with that open guard sweep i don't get the pulling with the leg it's hard i should i gotta remember to try to do that more you've been playing more open guard too a little bit i think um that's another that's like another one i kind of forgot like we did it in class it was in my head i like made a note that i want to do it one of those mental notes that just gets lost somehow i don't know how that happens but yeah i need to attempt that one a bunch more the
1: open guard push
2: sweep right yeah yeah
1: no that is a good one that is a good one um Next, uh, shout out. We we mentioned last week that Vernon Kirk had an upcoming fight to win judo match. Mm-hmm. He won his judo match, so
2: that's two now, right? It's two, he's two and
1: oh, yeah. fight to win. It's awesome. And he had they both had one epon. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but that's whenever in judo you take the other person across their back that scores an epon. Two epons is the end of the match or a submission, mm-hmm. and um. Really good Kimura. Um, and so congratulations to Vernon Kirk on his fight to win victory. 2-0, undefeated. Hopefully he'll be going back there in the next ones and uh, defending that title. It's awesome. And upcoming upcoming
2: events. you are we- going to California.
1: Ah, oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. I'm going out to California this week, uh, going out there for work, and yeah. getting to train with my boy Shluti.
2: Yeah, so we had... Um- one of our fans, Doug Schluter, paid a large sum of money for the privilege to train with Jeff. <laughs> that is not. Yeah, he paid thirty-five dollars for the shirt and the uh,
1: patch. That's the large sum. Of money. <laughs> and now we're training at the uh, Half Gracie Academy out there at San Jose. That's whenever I go out to our um, worldwide headquarters where I work, uh, it's real close by. and Great. Justin is the professor there. The machine is his name. He has a machine. He's really good at jujitsu. Uh, but, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, we're going there. I already hit them up and and told them we were coming. And so I'm really excited about, uh, going to Schluter, but it's so funny. Every time they're like, whoever I work with, they're like, I heard you and Schluter are training together out in uh, Palo Alto when you go. I'm like, yeah. They're like who's going to win i go nobody we're training we're both winning <laughs> and uh i mean of course i'm going to destroy him but yeah, I, yeah. just kidding <laughs> we I, that is the real answer is that we're just training it, it. i'm sure that that we'll we'll have multiple uh times where each of us submit each other and, and we're going to have fun and a smile on our face the whole time that we're doing it. So really looking forward to that because he always dodges me and any other I've noticed the pattern. Yeah. You know, um, but, <laughs> but now that's good. That's going to be really fun. And, uh, and you know, it, it, will definitely, you know, anytime you get to train at, at a great Academy, like the half Gracie Academy, it's, it, it, you know, when you're out, take advantage of it. It's, you know, Seek out those places wherever you're going to to just kind of get another another kind of look at what people are doing. I think that's always really fun. Mm-hmm. And also, we've got the we got Hoyce Gracie coming for a seminar next Tuesday, so I'm looking forward to that. He's doing a kids seminar before, and then the adults. I think what's seven p.m. Fight to Win Denver. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, uh, I, think win, yeah Denver I think it's seven. I think it's seven and nine.
1: Yeah, so looking forward to that. He he comes he comes every year, right? I think so. Yeah, every year. So he's making his rounds around the North Carolina, I guess, Virginia area. Yeah,
2: I've seen there's a couple um, <laughs> around the North Carolina area. I've seen posts in the ones that I follow around here.
1: Yeah, so looking forward to that. That'll be a lot of fun. I'm sure I'll take another picture with him like I do every time. Yeah. It was like that. Yeah. Um, and it's great because you you know you see the progression. The first one was all
2: the kids get bigger and Jeff gets smaller. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's true. That's true. I think my first one I was a one stripe white belt. I yeah. think so. Yeah. And the next one might have been three stripe or maybe blue belt. I can't. You're remember. A blue belt. It was a blue belt. The yeah. Next
2: one Yeah. Um, Those two pictures are funny next to each other. It's like two different people. It's funny.
1: <laughs> yes, what Phil's referring to is I did. Lose a lot of weight between then and now. Uh, so, yeah, it does look different. It is kind of funny. But uh, anything else, Phil, that you can think of?
2: Just Origin. I'm excited. That's that's the big trip for me.
1: What the, so, let, let's, let's talk about that a little more. What does success for the Origin camp look like for you?
2: Making every training session. Agreed. Like, it, you know. I came back with so many different things. I know they say, like, pick up, like, one or two things, but um, that, I mean, that was, like, the equivalent of, like, a month and a half worth of regular classes, I feel like. Oh,
1: for sure. Three a day for eight days.
2: So it was. Yeah, it's 24 classes. Quite a bit. And with everything being in depth, I mean, not all, like, I use some of the stuff a lot right away, and then some of it I've come back to, and you see it in other places like unfortunately I don't understand where my head is and I'm constantly getting guillotined so like I'm looking forward to looking at the Von Flu again because I do my own stuff that I just kind of do out of necessity on you know I don't do the Von Flu 100% perfect but like I've don't get guillotined all the time and I get put in it quite a bit so like I'm getting pretty good at defending that, you know? So I'd like to look at his, his stuff on that again. But yeah, and his if, is James, Klingerman. James. Klingerman, yeah. I'm sure he'll be doing that bond flu again. He's it's remarkable at it. So yeah, the way he, the way he does it is, is extremely terrible. Um, <laughs> for the guy on the bat, <laughs> for the guy at on the bottom. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. Yeah, so, laughs> uh, looking forward to that for sure. But I mean, I'd like to roll, uh, with as many people as I can, but, um, just trying to, again, work on just pacing. I think I have to worry about pacing more this year than last year. Last year I was a lot newer, a lot more fresh. Um, I feel like if I roll like three or four days in a row hard, I kind of need a few days off. So obviously try not to kill myself the first half, but you know, you get excited before I went in yesterday. I was like, I'm only gonna be there for like an hour. I'm going to take a light. And I Got home and I like looked at myself in the mirror and I was like everything I said to myself was a lie. <laughs> I just you do lie to yourself. I just that, lied huh? to myself. I just once I get I get excited and I just want to do jujitsu. I...
1: Yeah, and one of the big things I took home last year was from Alexei. Uh, you know, who's De La Hiva's first from white to black belt, uh, and obviously he was really good at the De La Hiva. And so I took that concept back and then did a private. Uh, lesson with John on it, and it's something that I'm really using now in my game. So that was something I got last year, and and I'm kind of the same as, as, as you on that. I'm going to take a lot from it, but what I'm looking forward to is the technique that I don't know that I'm going to take from it, but I'm going to develop over the next year so that the following year, just like the De La Hiva, mm-hmm. I'm going to really I'm going to really pick Alexi's brain on that, and and maybe even uh, there's no announcement. Maybe even De La Hiva them, himself will be there. I don't know that, um, but just to kind of get a greater understanding of the position, so I'm I'm looking forward to that. Uh, looking forward to uh, you know, last year it was great because there was, I mean I don't know, there was probably thirty black thirty black belts there, thirty last year.
2: It yeah, was a lot. Uh, I can't oh, I
1: don't. a lot, but I got to roll with a lot of those guys and, and Alexi and all those guys, and it was. That was such a fun experience, you know? It was so it, it and and all the people that you rolled with, it was it was such a fun experience. So yeah, I think that and just, just taking home one or two techniques that I can try to implement directly into into my game. Um you know, albeit poorly to begin with. But Yeah, I
2: mean, but like how many times I have certain things in mind that I'm you know, I'm working on now, which has been everything super basic, but I mean, I can't tell you how many times you just see something where you're like, Oh, I like that. Yeah. Then you just try to do it a bunch of times. I mean, it's Peruvian necktie. I like it. Don't know how to do it, but I like it (laughs) for the audience. (laughs) It was terrible.
1: Phil got me in this yesterday, the position, the, the, uh, uh, Peruvian necktie. And I just said, you know what? I'm, I'm just go go just, Finish it. And it was uh, not tight at all. No, nah, it was terrible. <laughs> planted into the mat. <laughs> Phil may, may or may not have hurt himself doing it. <laughs> Possibly.
2: Neck is sore today. Uh,
1: so maybe we'll get some detail. Uh, and by the way, I'm just as bad at it. I'm not, uh, maybe
2: it's, even worse. It seems so simple when I see people do it. I'm yeah. missing something. Yeah. A bunch.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, we'll figure it out.
2: Yeah, maybe that's one of our goals for origin
1: camp. Maybe we'll speak we'll that one see out. See if we can figure it out. I bet James is good at that. Yeah, James he's got DVD on it. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yes. Hopefully, he and AJ will do the uh, the uh, session while everyone else is gone where they're doing the switching to camps, mm-hmm. and we'll do just that. James and AJ, if you're out there. Let's do it. that time.
2: Yeah, I'm open for whatever. More loop joke stuff. Finish. Fix yeah. that stuff. Yeah. You
1: know? Yep. Agreed. I'm excited. Uh, yeah. That's no, great. It's going to be great. I'm sure we'll be talking about it more and more as we get closer. We're already pretty close.
2: Three weeks not far away. away.
1: Three? Three weeks? Yeah, I
2: mean, like 20 days.
1: Yeah. Um... So, Philly, tell the audience how they can support us if they so choose to do so. Uh,
2: The website, BJJCampaignPodcast.com, has shirts and patches for sale. Uh, The Facebook group has videos, articles, memes, all the good stuff. Uh, Facebook.com slash BJJCampaignPodcast, and there's a link to join the group on there. Uh, Instagram, um, YouTube, and again, with the topics, if you think of anything that we said that reminded you of something or anything that you've seen um, recently any epiphany moments because we probably had the same one or maybe we haven't had it yet but it will be when we hear about it
1: yeah yeah no we'd love that uh, we'd love the audience feedback on on subjects that you want covered or, or talked about uh, helps us it helps you um, with that if you're not out there doing something better each and every day get out there and do it phil and i choose jujitsu. we hope you do too
0: i'm about to feed them to the sharks right now get them hyped right now yeah you know the ground is up all- yeah everybody that trains you know the game yeah so let's get it uh, slap it up bump it and roll hey. yeah that's the way that it go Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game. You're feeling the growth. That's, That's time on the mat. We put in the work. Believe it, ain't easy. I know, but we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. That's real. That's real.